Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I'm certainly glad you're listening today. I hope your day is filled with the glory of God because this is the day that we know that the Lord has made. And I'm certainly, certainly going to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, it's been an interesting week for me because we had a big day at our church and we had our friends day, our family and friends day, and it was really a great day. We had a lot of friends, a lot of family. We barbecued three full pigs and we had a feast out there. But, you know, the enemy tries to always get a hold of you on days like that. I was helping carry a generator, which I shouldn't have been because I have a hernia in my stomach, but I did anyway, and it was way too heavy. And when I went to put it down, I fell over and I landed on my side and evidently cracked a couple ribs. I went to the doctor, and that's what he was saying. But, you know, it's one of those things, and I've been kind of on a leave since then, and and it'll be a little healing time. But you know what? The enemy likes to get you down on big days. I mean, it's a day we have, I don't know how many guests. I mean, we probably had 700 in our services, which is about maybe 100 more than normal. And it just it was a phenomenal day. But isn't it something when the day that things go on and you end up having to struggle because of something you do? Well, that's something I tied into my message that day because – the enemy sometimes gets us down, but we as Christians, we've got to rise up. We've got to rise up the occasion. We've got to get back up and keep going. Hey, I didn't tell you what. I didn't feel like preaching those two services, but I got up there, and I told the people, I said, I might wince and this and that. I told them the story, but I said, you know what? I just want the Holy Spirit to be here, and you know what? He was. He was, and I'm so thankful for that, so thankful for being able to minister to people and uh, to a lot of guests, and I hope and pray that you are ministering to people every single day, that together we can be difference makers. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day. Thank you for great listeners. Thank you for Christian Radio, and I pray, God, you would just bless everyone today. Our lives would be different because of you. In Jesus' name, amen. I've noticed my voice is kind of a little hoarse today, so bear with me. And some of it is I can't cough very easy because of these ribs, but that's okay. I will make it through this one, and then we'll see what happens tomorrow and the next day and the next day. But I want to say this. I'm really also excited. KBXL, they are so gracious. They provided a golf tournament for the pastors of the Treasure Valley at Banbury this uh, recently, and it was just so awesome. Beth Schaefer is so generous and to take care of us. I couldn't golf because of my injury, of course, but uh, my friend Mel Snyder, who is a dear friend of mine, owns a company called Ag Concepts, and they have sponsored this golf tournament. I'm just very grateful for his generosity and for his company's generosity in helping pastors and letting them have a good time and having fellowship with one another. Ag Concepts is a great fertilizer company in, in the Treasure Valley, actually one of the greatest in the whole West. And I know how that is. I went out with him one time to visit some bean fields in Nyssa, Oregon, for his friend Paul. And I went out there, and he was showing Paul the plants that his company, the fertilizer they were using on these, and they did an example in the fertilizer they were, the other people were using, that, and they did a comparison. And they were yielding, his fertilizer was yielding like 10 times the amount of uh, beans that were on the other one. Something to that nature. It was, I was extraordinary to see. And it's, he, God has blessed this company. And so if you know any farmers that need great fertilizer, have them check out Ag Concepts. And you can tell them Pastor Tom sent you because I'm telling you something. 
It is a successful product that God has been using and using the benefits for things that are glorifying God. I'm so grateful for that. Well, you didn't know he's getting a public service announcement, but I thought I had to say that because I'm so proud of Beth Schaefer and for Mel and for their love for pastors. Anyway, <clears throat> I want to get on with this message. Uh, you know, this is my first message dealing with the series Imagine. Many of you watched the movie, I can only imagine. We showed it at our church. It was on the movie theater, and we've kind of taken a message and built it around uh, this uh series, and I have several messages on that over the next several weeks, and we are small groups in our church tracks that are going over some material uh, dealing with that too. But I want to know there is a small art organization that goes into public schools and in rough areas of cities and teaches therapy so that kids who have never been able to process their environment can do it through, through drawing and creating. Each day when they go into the class, they close their eyes and they enter Imagination Station. There they have no limits to what they can do and nothing to hold them back from their potential. Imagination, folks, is this. It's powerful because it invites into it invites us into a new story. Many of us need a new story in our life. What does God want to do in our lives? Can you imagine what God wants to do in your life? How he can use you for his glory? But before we can imagine what Jesus had for others, let's look at what God had imagined for Jesus. And what and and that is where we find ourselves in Matthew's chapter Matthew chapter 2 and 3 and I would like you to read that on your own I'm not going to read those two chapters to you or I'd take up the whole time but there are a few things we need to know before we dive into this series between the end of chapter 2 and the beginning of chapter 3 a lot has transpired in the end of chapter 2 we are told that Joseph and Mary moved to a small village called Nazareth Jesus was raised there, and we don't hear anything else about his raising except when he was 12 to see he was, and in the Gospel of Luke, we hear about him teaching in the temple. His parents were trying to find him. They had headed back to Nazareth, but you know what? They couldn't find him, so they turned around, they found him teaching in a synagogue, and they were amazed, and the people listening were amazed. Then in Matthew chapter 3, now Jesus is an adult, and his cousin, John the Baptist, is preparing the way for the time when Jesus will begin his public ministry. John played a key role in preparing for Jesus' ministry as invited and as invited to imagine, and I want you to, he was invited to imagine what would come and what would be brought through the repentance of sins. John the Baptist helped pave the way, but he would bring truth to those who believed in the name of Jesus. See, Jesus is life-changing. He is a life-changing element in our lives, starts changing our world every single day. Listen to John chapter 3, verse 11 through 15. The Bible says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. This is John the Baptist speaking. So many people thought John the Baptist was a promised Messiah. And people would come to see John the Baptist. And John the Baptist was kind of an interesting character. The Bible says he dressed in camel hair. So he had a fleece on, dressed in camel hair. And, and you know, I always kind of picture him looking like 
Fred Flintstone, you know, and you think of the Flintstones with one of those outfits on made out of camel hair. And it said, and it said hair undone. You see all these pictures of ratty hair and all sorts of things. I don't know exactly how that looked. But it said he lived on locust and honey. Now, I know that we were back in Thailand, and they serve, they have locusts for sale in their in their meat market. You could buy a bin of, uh, you'd scoop them up like you do uh, uh, nuts and stuff. You scoop them into a bag and you buy those. And, and he ate, he lived on locusts and honey. People have told me they're not too bad, especially dipped in chocolate. Well, I gotta be honest, I did not try one. But this was John the Baptist, unique character. But he was telling people that he wasn't even worthy to carry the sandals of the one who was coming. He said, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit in fire. In other words, when you believe in Jesus, it, was, it, it is an incredible moment that takes place in your life. The power of Almighty God becomes a part of you. You know, John felt unworthy baptizing Jesus. But Jesus' example was set by his baptism. It was actually set by his baptism. Listen to chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 of Matthew. He says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. You know what? I get that. I understand that. Because I know the Word. And we get the first glimpse of how Jesus' obedience to God revealed what God imagined for him. It was in that moment we hear some things about our Heavenly Father, we hear his heart for Jesus. We see that God identifies uh, Jesus, identifies with and through Jesus. You know, the Apostle Paul talked a lot about that in the Word of God. In fact, the next month you're going to hear a series on the Apostle Paul that I'm doing. I'm sharing with my church, and I'm going to share with you. We're also going to show the movie Apostle Paul before we uh, start the series. And I'll let you know about that in case anybody wants to come. We did have some guests that came to our, when we showed, I can only imagine, we had a great time watching the movie together. But in the third chapter of Galatians, we hear the Apostle Paul saying this in chapter, in verse 26 through 29. So in Christ Jesus, you're all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You know, I kind of like that. I kind of like that because it's kind of in our church, in the Church of God, and we are, many people ask what kind of Church of God we are. We're Church of God, Anderson, Indiana is our headquarters. If you ever want to look us up, chog.org. You can find out about us. We're a very conservative church, uh, more on the lines of probably uh, your Nazarene, Free Methodist, uh, friend, Salvation Army, we're known as a holiness church, and we're, we just want to love and serve Jesus. And we don't have a written membership. If you come to the church, you're a part of the church, you believe in Jesus, you're a member of the church, if you worship with us for six months, you're able to be a participate in anything we have dealing with business and such. But it's just, I love that about our church because we have denominational backgrounds from all over. We only have about 4% that are actually Church of God because in heaven, God isn't going to segregate us by our denomination. He wants us all to love him. That's why I tell you to get involved in a good Bible-believing church. The body of Christ is wide, and we want people to go to a good Bible-believing church, and there's tons of them around the Treasure Valley. 
And with that said, I'm going to have to continue this tomorrow because I am out of time today. But I pray God would bless you abundantly. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.